Hello everyone, thank you for joining me for episode number 9, I believe. First, what a response for episode number 8, Fate of Free Will Part 2. I set out to answer the question, I wanted to make sure you fully understood what I meant and from the response I received from you guys, you heard me loud and clear, which put a little pressure on me for the new episode. It's kind of some of the reason for the delay. I was like, how, was I, how am I going to top that? It felt good on one hand, but pressure on the other hand. I know you guys aren't pressuring me, but it's just my little battle. One last thing, before I begin, I want to give a special shout out to someone else who's very special to my life, my big little brother Frank. He's older than me, but I'm bigger than him. Happy birthday, big brother. We may not always see eye to eye, but I know you're always a phone call away and vice versa. By the way, that's big brother on the tracks behind this podcast. I love you. Now let's begin. After last week's show, I was like, where to go with it from here? I usually let what I run into during the week kind of dictate the next show. Problem was, nothing was really standing out per se, like there was no true thing. I had something happen earlier during the week, which I thought was about one thing, turns out it may have been about something else. A few days later, I was thinking what I was going to talk about for episode 9. I had a thought and then I was like, nah, and then later on that morning, I kind of had to touch on this topic with the rider. The first encounter, I gave two ladies a ride to the airport. They told me they came in town to see a kid they used to mentor that was in some play and it was his birthday. I asked his age, they replied 30. I said, he's coming out of his Saturn return. They asked, what was I talking about? I said, it's kind of like a fork in the road. It's a time to make a decision which way you're going to go. I said, this acting stuff, has he been questioning if he still wanted to do it? One lady said, yes, it was really rough for a while, but he he decided he was going to stick with it. And this is one of the reasons why we came down here to support him. Then she says, how did you know that? I replied that I'm an, an astrologer and there are different times when things get triggered. One lady yells out, I don't believe in that. Of course, it's because of religious reasons. The other lady said, oh, how cool. I asked what their sun signs were. The one lady asking the question was a mutable, changeable Virgo. The other was a fixed, whole position, stuck Taurus. I explained both Virgo and Taurus. Mind you, they both agreed on the qualities I described even the non-believing Taurus. Then they started asking me, what do I believe? The Taurus kept talking to me about Jesus. I told her I went to Catholic school all my life. I didn't need a lecture on Jesus. Then I made a few comments about belief systems on the whole. But the Virgo keeps pressing me on what do I believe? And as we're nearing the destination, I finally gave them a condensed version of what I believe life is all about. The changeable Virgo looks at me and says, wow, that's an interesting concept. The stuck Taurus looks at me after everything I had just said and says, make sure you keep Jesus in your life. It made me chuckle, 
But I said, okay, and I kept it moving. Now, what stood out to me, I thought, was the difference between mutable earth and fixed earth. The Virgo at least considered the thought. The Taurus did not even consider it. Even after she agreed with the Taurus representation, she was still stuck on her position. Turns out, that's not what that encounter was really about. But I will elaborate on that in a few minutes. Later during the week, while explaining a chart to someone else, they started asking me questions on why this and why that. And for her to see it, I had to touch on some of the same things I told the other ladies. Which leads me to today's topic. With this being Mercury retrograde season and a sign of Pisces, I guess I need to rewind a little bit. When I first started studying astrology, I had someone who was into astrology tell me you do astrology Paul's way. Paul's way? What the hell does that mean? How can there be a Paul's way? I never really understood what that meant. Fast forward a few years later, it clicks the other day while listening to someone else's podcast. When it comes to astrology, yes, there are the basics and even really technically advanced techniques you can learn. But when the rubber hits the road, there will be things you will notice and see that will make you develop your own way of reading charts just from the sheer volumes of people you will interact with. Now, after two years of rideshare and random free readings over and over again, there are a few things I have noticed which has made my way of looking at astrology slightly different than others, which is cool. Well, cool now. I didn't know it was a little different until I started talking to other astrologers. Then I had to get over the fact that just because it's not the same doesn't make me wrong and them right and me right and them wrong. It's just my way of seeing it or Paul's way of astrology. We all have access to this matrix. I'm no one special. I just put in my 10,000 hours. Once you put in the time and learn from teachers, you will find out they didn't tell you or teach you everything which will make you adjust your style. By the way, astrology is not the only way to access the matrix. There's numerology, tarot, crystals, all kinds of access points. You need to find what resonates with you. So what is show number nine about? Paul's way of astrology. And to understand Paul's way of astrology, I need to explain to you what Paul believes in so you can understand the type of astrology Paul does. Before I begin with that, I want everyone to do something for me. If you're able to, take both hands, put them together, make a big circle, and repeat after me. Of course, if you're driving, it may not be a good idea to make a circle with both hands, but you can imagine yourself doing it but you can still repeat after me. I got this from Dr. Ray Hagens. You could pull up his stuff on YouTube, but I'm using it for this show because I think it fits. Now repeat after me. The space inside this circle represents my realm of knowledge. All that I think I know about whatever I think I know is depicted right here within this circle. 
I must keep in mind that there is more to know than what is within the circumference of my awareness. The reason Dr. Hagen starts his lectures off with this is because he knows we have all been programmed to immediately reject what we hear, that which is not from within inside our circle of awareness. The reason I'm starting off with this is because I know when I say some of this stuff, it's going to land outside a lot of people's circle of awareness. For instance, I have much pushback when I tell people you believe what you believe because of the zip code you was born in. Most people really disagree with that until they think about it. I was born into a family who practiced the Catholic religion. One question I was never asked was, do you want to be a Catholic? It was more like, this is what we are and this is what we believe. But if I was born in, let's say, Utah, there's a good chance I could be a Mormon. If I was born in India, I could be Hindu, talking about Shiva and Vishnu, or I could be Buddhist. If I was born somewhere in Pennsylvania, I could even be Amish, swearing off technology. Most people don't choose their faith. It's given to them. Then we're taught it's wrong or sin to even question it. Out of fear, most people will obey their programming. By the way, programming doesn't just pertain to religious faith. It goes deeper as in your way of life and how it works and how you should work. I push past the fear of sin and burning in the pit of fire forever and the programming to respect authority and I did the very thing I was told not to do. Question my faith. This questioning has led me down a few different pathways, but I ended up here with it. Where's that? Here is another out of the circle comment. There is no hell and there is no pitchfork devil trying to put you in a pit of fire for eternity for missing church last Sunday or flipping off that driver the other morning that kept blowing their horn at you. One of the most common questions I get asked when people find out I'm an astrologer is, do you believe in God? To be totally honest with you, there was one point in my life that I was starting to lean towards the atheism route. But this was long before I started studying astrology. I will go ahead and get it out the way. Since I know I made the statement, there is no hell or devil, you're probably thinking, well, that must mean he doesn't believe in God either. If you thought that, you would be wrong. I do believe in a higher power, but it's not in the form I was programmed into believing. Here is another out of the circle comment. I met God. Okay, this dude has really flipped his noodle. Yes, I know you may be thinking I've gone crazy, but the only reason you're thinking that is because that thought comes from inside your circle. I'm not in your circle. So what did I tell those ladies? Let's get to the meat and potatoes. I used her understanding to try to explain it. Have you ever played that game when a few people sit in a circle, one person begins the story and tells the person next to them, by the time it gets to person number 10, the story is all changed. 
Well, the story of Jesus is the story of all of us. And after 2000 years, you've been programmed to believe it's the story of just that one dude, when in fact, it's the story of everybody. Then I said, do you believe Jesus was the son of God? She said, yes. Well, didn't he say we was his brothers and sisters? She said, yes. Can your brother or sister do anything you can't do? She said, no. The things you believe Jesus did, you're actually be actually capable of doing as well. People have a hard time with, with this one. I also said, if you have not studied symbology, you are missing out on a lot of what the Bible is really about. The example I use is trying to read a text message from a teenager. If you don't know the codes and symbols, you will miss the whole message. No, I didn't study symbology. I didn't have to. There are quite a few scholars out there that has done the work for you, if you just look for it, which I have. Here is another out of the circle statement. If you will look at the big picture of all the orthodox traditional religious belief systems, the stories are all pretty similar. Most are too stuck in their way to even look at it. If you looked, you may say, wait a minute, something is kind of fishy here. Here is a newsflash you may not be aware of. They have books from philosophers and writers predating the Bible and all the other religious texts. You do know some of these people were leading thinkers at the time when Jesus was on earth. Have you ever looked to see what they had to say about the matter? By the way, Jesus is not the only one with the virgin birth story. I really like pointing people in the direction of the story of Horus. It's spelled H-O-R-U-S. Google it. I don't have time to get into it right now. I'm trying to stay on track. Okay, so let's go back to my higher power. The universe is built on one thing, which is the higher power. And that one thing is pure love energy. God is love. Out of that love energy, you have two expressions and two expressions only, which everything else is a participant. You have electricity and magnetism, male, female, in, out, yin, yang. So we have a source, which is pure love energy that wants to grow and evolve. How does anything grow and evolve? Time and experiences. How can this pure love energy have the most experiences? To have the most experiences it can possibly have, pure love blew itself up into billions of tiny pieces. The Big Bang. These little tiny pieces turn into individual souls or me and you. Your soul is powering the meat suit body you're walking around in right now. That power pellet is the real you, not the suit. Now, when it comes to the real you, you've been around for a little while. That power pellet or soul is energy. 
energy cannot be destroyed. It transforms from one form to the next. Our natural home is the spirit world. We just come down here for a cup of coffee. When you think about time and how long man has and will be on earth, even if you live to be, let's just say, 100 years old, in the grand scheme of time, them 100 years is just a blip of time. I tell people all the time, we are spiritual beings having a human experience and you're in the classroom for the soul. You was born for soul growth, which will in turn push us as a species to grow and evolve. Usually I get asked right about now, well, if we are spirits, why be born? My reply is, as a spirit, we don't have access to the five senses, which is what all experiences come from. What does ice cream taste like as a spirit? What does sex feel like as a spirit? What does jumping into a cold pool on a hot summer day feel like as a spirit? You can't do these things as a spirit. You need a body or an antenna. Antenna? Yeah, antenna. The body is constantly picking up signals from the environment, sending those signals back to the source, your soul. What does a radio antenna do? It tunes into the frequencies in the environment and that's being broadcasted and then broadcast what's on that frequency. Now we have the power pellet, the soul, and now we place it into an antenna, the body. Now what? Back to the growing and evolving, which takes time to do. In our inside the circle awareness, we think of time as being linear, but it's not. Go ask a quantum physicist about that part. So let's just say you have a hundred years in this body, but to, to grow and evolve as a soul, you may need a few bodies because you probably will not learn it on the first try. I know you've heard me say life lessons and soul lessons before on other podcasts. I did also say we are in a classroom for the soul. What do you learn in a classroom? Lessons. These lessons are not ABCs and one, two, threes. It's much more deeper meanings. Lessons like power and values, communication, family, creativity, health, relationships, bonding, beliefs, public standing, friends, and connections to the universe. You've also heard me mention a few times yin and yang, and everything has an opposite. To grow and evolve, we have to experience both. Being powerful and being powerless. Being loved, being betrayed. Not only do we have to experience both, but we will be the, for lack of better words, the doer and the done upon, the backstabber and the being backstabbed. To know you don't like a certain food, you have to taste it. So you have to have these experiences to grow and evolve as a soul, which will take way more than, 
100 years if you're lucky to live that long. Which means you got to come back. If we have to come back, that means we can't be sitting in some pit of fire for eternity. That is why earlier I said there is no hell, sorta, and there is no devil, sorta. Why the sorta? Because although I said there is no pit of fire hell, you can put, and most people do, put themselves in a hell which is here on earth and it's a mental thing. Okay, you guys got it? Let me run it back. We started off with the source, God. You insert your choice of name, which is pure love energy. That love energy blew itself up into tiny little pieces in which me and you are made of, and it's our individual soul, but you still connect it to the source. Because two dogs can't make a cat, and two cats can't make a bird, and two birds can't make a fish. So if you're made, if we made of the source, that means we are still connected to the source. The reason it did this is for growth and evolving. And the way it does this is through experiencing itself through us. We are naturally spirits and we are in the classroom for the soul and we are here to go through and learn lessons. We learn these lessons from interacting with other souls in this classroom, or in other words, living. There's a lot more details to my beliefs, but you may get the gist of it. Now we're ready to move on to the Paul's way of astrology. I bring all of that into a chart when I look at it. I see life as we're all in our personal movie. Everyone around us is supporting actors and actresses in our movie. And I can see those people in your chart. The closer the people, the bigger the part they play in your movie. But still, you're the star of the show. The people around you are helping you along your storyline. You also have to remember they are in their own movie as well. It's a lot of overlap. To learn something, you have to deal with it and see it in action and interact with it. The second lady I mentioned earlier in the podcast, I said I had to touch on some of this material to answer her question. She asked, the question was, why am I surrounded by Gemini? She has a sister, two kids, and a co-worker that are all Geminis. I looked at her chart. She has Saturn, life lesson, sitting in the third house. The third house in astrology is communication. And it's ruled by Gemini. Even though her Saturn sign was not in the sign of Gemini, it was sitting in a Gemini house. Clearly, there is something about communication this lady needs to learn. Who else to learn communication from than the sign that rules communication? By the way, the planet Mercury 
which is how we think and communicate, rules two signs, Gemini, which she said she's surrounded by, and Virgo, which is the sign of her Saturn and is the sign of her husband. You see, this soul needs to learn about communication and the universe surrounded her with the examples of Gemini, the masculine expression, and Virgo, the feminine expression of Mercury, God's messenger. The question is, will she resist what's in front of her face and refuse to take this energy on, creating a hell on earth, or will she take notice of these qualities and these examples around her and start taking on these qualities? Only time will tell. I forgot to tell you, we have a soul group. You heard the name soulmate before? But not all soulmates are romantic. Let's, let's just call them our classmates that we've been traveling through space and time with for a little while. Your dad could have been your brother last time. You could have been your mom's mom last time and you guys switch roles. That person you beat their ass in school could have kicked your ass last time. You could have made a contract between you guys that I'm gonna help you build your confidence once we're down there. And I'm gonna let you beat me up. I know that may sound silly, but remember the circle. Remember that movie, The Truman Show with Jim Carrey, when everyone knew he was being filmed but him? Well, it's kinda like that. But the other people are unaware they are in your movie. They are just playing their parts. I do have a bit of bad news for you. Another movie reference, Groundhog Day. Remember how the day kept repeating over and over until he finally got it? Well, the universe has plenty of time and bodies. You don't wanna learn it this go around? No worries, the same issue will plague you next go around. I say you should probably strive to learn your lessons just to get a different movie next time. After a while, even a good action-packed movie gets boring on repeat. Back to the astrology now. When I look at a chart, I know we got lessons to learn and healing to do. Depending on the type of astrology you have, a few points to look at like Saturn and North Node are the two big ones, but like EA astrology would say Pluto and South Node are uh, big points and even Chiron as well. Don't worry, this is all just names of planets and points in the chart. The sun, moon, rising, and the rest of the planets is the setup for your storyline. After the story is set up, it's pretty much grab your popcorn, let's see how this is gonna play out. Will they learn that lesson? Will they heal that wound? Will they become that phoenix that rises out of the ashes? When you think about it, it's really a beautiful setup. Let's just say God, let's just say if you was God, and uh, how many babies are born every day? 
Do you think you would want to be sitting around placing souls in each of these bodies? Or would you want to be out doing other godly things? I would want to be doing other godly things. So I would invent some type of system for placing souls in bodies. Well, pure love did it and it used the planets. Why the planets? Because they are constantly moving. Even identical twins will be slightly different because of the time they were born. It takes 26,000 years for a birth chart to be duplicated. If you never thought you was unique, I would rethink that if I was you. I went on longer than I thought, so I'll make this the last thing. Earlier in the show, I made a comment and it was an out of the circle statement that I met God. Most people laugh or look at me funny when I say this, but it's true. What has astrology done for me? Studying my chart has helped me find out who I am. When Moses asked the burning bush what his name was, the bush replied, I am. Well, when I found out who I actually am, that was the moment I met God. Because God is not in some book or some building or rituals you do every holiday. God lives within each and every one of us. It's called the soul which powers this body. We all have one source and that one source is pure love energy that we are still connected to. You just have to look for it. Now, you all know why the name is I Am Astrology Readings and why I end every podcast and blog with Know Thyself and Balance Your Energy. Because when you know thyself, you will find God. And when you balance your energy, you will create a heaven on earth. I want to thank you guys for joining me and sticking around for this longer episode, I believe. Remember, you can contact me at IamAstrologyReadings.com for a reading or help with your birth chart. You can also order a shirt, a custom clock shirt set to your sun, moon, and rising or get a, a custom I Am Astrology shirt or Peace Within shirt. I do regular vinyl, glitter, or my specialty is the hologram vinyl shirts. I like shirts that turn heads, and the sparkle from the hologram always turns heads. If you would like, subscribe and even share the show with your friends. I really would appreciate that. Until next time, know thyself and balance your energy. Stop now! Let's do it!